You're listening to a DM podcast. Hello and welcome back, friends. It is Beyond the Likes. It is Amy Gerard. I am joined today by the other half of Ask a Mate, the wonderful Kate Dodd. Round of applause. Woo! You said my name right. We are um, in typical fashion, not doing this in a studio. We are recording Ask a Mate. Um, The people have requested Ask a Mate. There has been a lot of feedback, a lot of really fantastic feedback from um, the wider community, the women who like to listen. Apparently there's a few men that listen as well, so that's been um, maybe a little bit weird for them. Um, But you know what? You know my husband, hardest egg to crack, right? Mm -hmm. He actually came home and he said, I listen to you on my cape and the ask a mate and I was like oh yeah and he goes oh it was pretty good (laughs) and I was like whoa firstly you listened to my podcast and secondly did you just give me a compliment wow that's good feedback because he is a he's a tough cookie he is a crowd tough crowd he's a tough crowd and I feel like you know how old people get grumpy in their old age I swear to god every single year Ryan if you're listening to this one check yourself gramps (laughs) because every single year he ages he gets, like, grumpier. I actually heard him on the phone yesterday. He was a bit cranky, wasn't he? Oh, he was yelling at me because I said yes to giving Charlie a packet of <laughs> chips because I'd come home from the massage and he was like, oh, I told her she can't have one because you know how our kids, like, go to Ryan and he says no, so yeah, then they come yeah. to me. Yeah. Sneaky little turds, which is exactly what I would have done at Charlie's age. Yeah. But then he's flying off the handle at me and I'm like, fly elephant, right? That's what he – fly elephant. He loves to turn little flies. Yeah. Into elephants. Well, I, um, I, I remember I was like, all right, calm down, mate. It's Father's Day. I know. He's chilled. <laughs> he was not chilled at all. Granted, all of our kids were being absolute <laughs> pricks to him. But, Ryan, I love you. Don't don't um, unfollow me just because I highlighted that you were cranky yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he, mate, if you're in, you're in for life. Don't worry. Um, how have you been? Let's give, let's give us a little life update. Uh, life update. Well, where have I been? I went to Byron Bay. You went to Byron with your girlfriends. I did. I did. We absolutely need to go there because you would love. We went to this, um, what's it called? The Great Northern Hotel. And there's like two Sounds pianos. Sounds rough. Oh, no? rougher the better. Oh. <laughs> um, two pianos, right? Mm-hmm. And you request songs and you can you pay money however much money you want, and they sing the songs yeah, on you, the piano. Did you I request the country one? No, I didn't request oh. it because they played it. And I was like, holy shit, this is, was it Wagon Wheel? Wagon Wheel, yeah. yeah. Somebody requested it. Yeah. So, and it was a good time. Yeah? So we need to go there. We just got a uh, Airbnb and it was. Oh, you didn't. Okay, yep. It was in the best spot. Like we could As walk in walking everywhere. Town. Yeah. We um, were right across the road from Light Years, which I mm. freaking love. Light years. What's light years? The restaurant. Yeah. Again, you would love it. Amazing cocktails, great food. Did you went with your like healthy friends that like to walk and stuff? Hey, did you do the light <laughs> the lighthouse? We didn't do the lighthouse walk. And look, they they we love a hike. 
You love a hike. And I think I spoke to you on day three and you had got up for the sunrise yeah, or something. Yeah. yeah. No, that was day one. We knew oh. as the time went on, we'd be like, no, fuck that. Oh, okay. So you got all the healthy shit out. Got out all the healthy shit out of the way. We went up to the lighthouse and watched the sunrise and that was beautiful. You know what? I, I say I, I tease you for that, but I would love to do that. Yeah, I froth the sunrise yeah. and sunset. And you. But it's a balance, right? Yes. Yeah. Well, that's that's why we did it. We knew, you know how sometimes you get first night frenzy and then first night fever. You're, you're done. Yes. So I was like mother hen, like remember we're getting up for sunrise, remember oh. we're getting up for sunrise. Mm. So we went to um, Rock and Roll Bingo at this piano place and uh, we won a couple of vouchers. It was amazing. Um, but we need to go. Because rock, I mean, a, rock and roll bingo sounds like somewhere my grandma would go, just <laughs> FYI. It was amazing. You would have loved it was it. a good time. Yeah, they, again, they play the music and then you, if it was on your bingo card. <laughs> the bingo bit that's throwing me. Um, and then we went to Nimbin. Is, did you buy pot? Well, you thought I, about I don't it. know if, if I'm allowed to buy pot, but um, I honestly, it, you know, mm. when you go somewhere and you feel like the absolute tourist. Oh, yeah, that's what you felt like. Like, and this guy came up to me and he was like, hey, are you chasing marijuana? <laughs> and I was like, oh, fuck, no, I don't know, maybe, I don't know. Maybe you just let brownie fall. <laughs> you got brownies? That seems a little less aggressive. Yeah, yeah. so then we went we went into this pub to have lunch and we. What, sorry, what made you go to Nimbin? Just being touristy. Um, oh, you're just like, let's, let's you know it's like the out. weed capital, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. So we were like, let's let's go. Like we've all heard a lot about it. So we went there and, wow, like it literally we sat in the pub and I swear to you I got high on secondhand yeah. fumes. <laughs> oh, you were just being like you were in a, like a, um, what do they call it, like a Dutch oven in, <laughs> in the game. 100%. Like I was like, wow. Well, yeah, you can. You can get high just on the second. I used to have a girlfriend of mine, Lisa, not Lisa, the nun, um, another girlfriend of mine, she used to smoke a lot of weed and I would sit in the car with her and she would just like, she'd roll her own joints and I would sit there and she would just smoke and she'd like, you know, and I would get out of the car and I'd be like, I feel like I'm a little bit yeah. high, even though I wasn't smoking yeah. it. So we left the pub and I felt a bit like giggly. Yeah. I don't know. Giggly, giggly more than normal. Um, but get then the munchies. I did, we did, we <laughs> I can have a platter. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but we met this really cute couple. They'd come down. They were older. Um, they'd come down from uh, Brisbane, I think. And mm. they just same. Just went for Nimbin. Went mm. to Nimbin for the day. And yeah, it was it was fun. It was a good time. Um, and then so I was there Thursday to Monday. It was the same weekend you were up in Brisbane. What was I when Brisbane? What did I go up to Brisbane for? The hens. Oh yes. <laughs> I have no brain cells left, and it's not from the hens either, um, because that was relatively tame. Yeah. Um, we we needed a mother hen there on Friday night, and we did not have one there, but they had me. And first night fever yeah. gets me uh, every I time. I cannot help it. I know. I'm normally the same, but because I was desperate for sunrise, I was like, everyone stop. Uh, so we had like we had a very rough itinerary. Flew up there on Friday. And we went and did a little bit of a shop 
uh, up up there. We were kind of staying. We got an Airbnb as well. There was like nine of us. And then we all we did a little bit of a shop, got some lunch, got juices and whatnot, picked up some groceries. I know. Basically a sunrise walk. Basically a sunrise (laughs) walk. And then we actually got changed into this Coachella thing. Yeah. We had a we had a topless waiter who was so shit. Like I feel like if you're going to be a topless waiter at a hens or anywhere, you need to be able to bring, yeah, so oh, yeah, I'm, I'm licking a penis I straw know, there. That I kind know, that kind of made me a bit, a bit aroused. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. I look how tiny it is though. <laughs> <laughs> he was just like an absolute dud, had no personality. So we just kind of stuck him in a corner <laughs> and he did not do basically anything else except make us drinks. So we had this Coachella theme, we were making cocktails, we did, you know, took some photos. Steph wanted like a little feature wall. And then I was a bit like, nah, this is dying. I was like, we have to go out. Yeah. I know this really fantastic club. It's old school hip hop and R&B. It's called Mr. Mr. And I rang them and yeah. I said, hey, like, would you let a bunch of hens girls in? Like, we're very tame at the moment, but we are dressed in Coachella theme. Also, what is your music uh, choice of the night. And he was like, yeah, yes, 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 yes. Anyway, so we got there at like 8.20 and it was empty. Um, and he was like, don't worry, the music will start at 9. Yeah. It was hands down so much fun. Yeah. And because it wasn't super busy because it was a Friday night, but the music was absolutely pumping and Ben, who was the manager there, was so lovely. It was just a really fun night. Plus we were doing a scavenger hunt. Yeah, that looks so good. That was so much fun. Um, and then we didn't really go too large. We got back at like 1 a.m., mm. but we we consumed some piss, man. We sunk some alcohol. And I think because it went from margaritas to wine and then to vodka sodas and then when we got there to the bar, we would, you know, we were doing fireball shots oh, and wet pussy shots and it's just the mixing for me. Yeah, why did you do that? No, I didn't grow up. It's all never, never. <laughs> I'm going to be good. in the nursing home asking for fireball shots. Yeah, good. and then the next day we did the nude, nude drawing, and we wait, were, were you ev- everyone was hungover, oh. and we went See, and bought. That's the problem. Yeah, time. but wait, we went and bought bottles of champagne, and then this dude rocked up, and let me tell you, when he walked up the stairs, I freaked out because obviously we knew he was going to get naked, right? And he walked up the stairs, and he looked like Gollum. He was so skinny. Oh, I was like, wait, who's Gollum? Gollum from Lord of the Rings. Smeagol. Oh, my oh, precious. <laughs> he was not in the slightest bit attractive, right? And so skinny. He looked like he'd just come off a bender as well. And then he pulled over his robe, pulled over his robe, and this baby's arm dropped out. Stop it. And it, and it was so bizarre. Like it, it looked like it did not belong on his body. Yeah. And I was like, it literally dropped almost down to his knee. Oh, wow. It and was. Were you like, hang on a second. I just couldn't stop staring at it. And the lady was like, eyes up here, lady. So there was a lady who runs the event. Imagine that being your job. Lauren. This is even more funny. So he was studying to be a nurse. So oh, he's wow. going to go into nursing. And this was just his part-time job to earn extra money. And the lady who runs the events is also a primary school. <laughs> teacher oh, God. so weird chalk and cheese and they were it was so much fun it was fun because we were the worst drawers ever <laughs> I saw some of them I mean I actually didn't do too badly yeah. some of them like Steph looked like there was a <laughs> a kid a man with no leg and like every time he'd get into or position his, his leg or his penis well his 
penis was just flap. He would do like a handstand. It would what? flap and knock him in the face. Anyway, we've absolutely wow. seen, like we are talking about our weekends and we need to help the people. Ask a mate is about getting in the car or turning up to lunch with some girlfriends and wanting to like divulge and ask some advice, but then also being taken on the journey of their weekends, yeah, right? Because yeah. Kate and I are your mates. We're your mates. But you listen, I, I need to talk to our mates and talk to you yeah. about your little mini breakdown. Oh, I know. I, I was I, worried, man. I, I know you so were. Nice. I had a menti B. I don't think you've ever seen me like that. I've never seen myself like that. No, that I cried. like you know, I'm normally the crier in this relationship. Yeah. And then when you were. I cried for five days straight. I know. I was like, I, I, I didn't. I, what would Amy do? What would Amy do? In this, and like, I'm not, I'm, you know, I'm taking the piss, but I was genuinely concerned. Yeah, I know. You and did I look do. At me, I'm rubbing your back. I know. Okay. I know. Tell us. Tell I am us, so much better us. now. I don't know what happened. I don't. It was just a a pile on of so much stuff. I think it was uh, Ryan being away, my work. Mm. I've just taken on so much. so much stuff. And I yeah. think from the people on the gram, I don't think people kind of understand all of the stuff that I've taken on. And I don't expect them to because a lot of it is all behind the scenes stuff. Like it's me writing the book. Mm. It's me taking on another podcast. It's me trying to juggle the three kids and be there for them and be a good parent but also run a household but then also, you know, have all this work with brands and emails and it's just, it was a lot. Yeah. And I normally have, I normally have help in the form of my parents but they're no longer with us i mean they're, they've gone down the south coast but they're also, I mean, overseas. They're also overseas and my yeah. in-laws are overseas and i just don't have any help yeah close by anymore so what i've done is i've quadrupled my workload but i hadn't put things into place to help support me yeah. in other areas and also mercury is in retrograde and i was due for my period so i was just getting dicked from every angle yeah. and i just like I was trying to put in place all of the things that I know make me happy. So I was like, I was calling friends and I was trying to vent to them. And I was, I was real, I'm really good at communicating. I don't try yeah. and bottle stuff up. Yeah. So I was calling Ryan, I was crying to Ryan and I was like, I think I've got anxiety or depression or something, but I was putting on country music <laughs> and I was trying to like, listen to it full blast. And I was trying to like, you know, gallop around the room and do all <laughs> the things that normally like help you know, with my cortisone levels and I was like trying to sit outside and watch the sunset and I was I just couldn't Yeah, you couldn't snap I out of it. Couldn't snap myself out of it. So I was like, I'm just gonna lean into it and just ride this wave and just cry when I need to cry. Yeah. I did feel better when I did cry. Yeah. Um, but that's what they say with anxiety is mm. like it's just like riding the wave. Like depression mm. is obviously different, but yeah. anxiety and panic attacks and it's like literally just riding the wave. So exactly what you did. Yes, you just uh, I felt like at one point I was like running so fast on a treadmill and my heart was beating so fast and I was like, am I having a heart attack? No, you just probably had a panic attack. Oh, it was just and it was it was, to be honest, it's very foreign. I've never yeah. experienced a week like that. Yeah. You know, you you definitely turned a corner, but it was it was and, you know, people would be able to relate. You you do sometimes go through those times. And I think people with with you, um, you know, with content creation and being on the gram, people just think, oh, my God, it's so glamorous and she's there and she's here and I don't want about her kids. And But, like, knowing you and seeing what goes on in the background yeah. and, and knowing that, you know, what you've taken on from a work perspective, like kind of on your own, like when Ryan was overseas and your parents and it's like no one would see that and it's yeah. hard to understand 
why you're not present on the gram and people were yeah. probably messaging like are you okay well it's the I think the most common message I got from other mums and they weren't even meaning in a nice way but they were like it's so nice to see that you also don't just have your shit together yeah, all the time right. yeah because you're human. I am human and I yeah. think that's not like saying I'm a spokesperson but like I think that's why it was important and I obviously didn't get on there every single day and cried yeah and I actually didn't get on there intentionally ever to cry but I think there was one time where I was you know in the car out the front of the podcast and it you know my emotions just got the better of me but I I just lent into it and I yeah you know showed up for I guess the community of women that follow me because I think it's important to show that I, I am just like everyone else yeah and I don't yeah. have and I have really hard weeks sometimes and yeah. I have really tough days and I guess the difference is with me like you know it, it's it's been a bit overwhelming and like I can say to my boss, listen, I can't I can't take on that additional yeah. task. Like, can we talk about this? Can I involve yep. someone else? Whereas you, you're I am my own brand. I am my own brand. No one you can say, listen, like Yeah. Can you take can you do this while I do this? Like, I no can't one. be like, hey Ryan, can you write a chapter for my book of yeah. my book for me? Yeah. Or hey, can, can you, you jump on the podcast? Yeah. 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 So and they, it's all you. Yeah. And that that's a lot for anyone. Yeah, um, it is a lot. But listen, you're back. I'm back. Yeah, I I got a heavy bleed on Monday, and also, I don't know. I'm I'm not woo woo, but I swear to God, the amount of people who have been like, there's something. It's mer- Mercury in retrograde. I mean, I don't even know what it means, but so many people are like, yeah. there has been some weird energy. Yeah, like I have not been able to shake this feeling, and I'm normally okay, but I've been really struggling. So, yeah. I feel like it's collectively fucked us all over. Yeah. Um, I don't know how long it lasts, but I'm not about it. Like the Mercury in retrograde, can yeah. just and there's there a was blue like the moon. moon. Yeah. <sighs> Did you know that's where the saying "once in a blue moon"? I know. That's I just, how stupid! I want to tell you that. Told me that. I was like, she oh, told yeah. me that. Duh. Okay, guys, listen. Ask a mate. We've um, we've had a little. There's a recap. There's a life recap. Yeah, that's what friends do. <laughs> First question, <laughs> I am going to ask you. Okay. Oh, no, you ask me a question. Okay. Oof, let's start with a big one. Okay. How do I get my husband to trust me again after his mate was texting me a lot? Nothing happened, though. Ooh. Oh, I mean, okay, there's there's a few things that I need to unpack here. Mm. Why was the mate texting you? right? So let's say, for example, my husband is the least jealous person on earth, right? Mm-hmm. I used to have one of my closest mates, Yanni. He would always text me. Um, we would text each other. I would call him here and there. Ryan wouldn't care. I'm just trying to think like if Ryan's mate, what was the question again? His best mate, they've got the husband's best mate. How His mate mom? was texting me. Yeah. So it would be like one of Ryan's mates texting me a lot. For me, if Ryan saw, I'm just trying to think, like, what's one of Ryan's mates? His mate Mark was texting me a lot. Ryan would want to be like, why? But if I showed him the messages and it was all about, like, I, I, I guess the thing is, we need if, if, yeah, it's hard to answer this. Like, if the if if Mark was texting me, being like, how was your day? I mean, that is a little bit weird, right? Yeah. yeah. And even though it's all above board and you're not essentially crossing the line, there's still the question of why. Mm -hmm. And that to me, and even though it's all above board, to be honest, 
the checking in, how's your day going and, oh, what would you do on the weekend? That is exactly how an emotional connection forms. And in my opinion, personally, an emotional affair is way, way worse than a physical one. If I was to go out and just have sex with a guy, I feel like that's nowhere near as bad as if I'm chatting and texting another guy and thinking of another guy and wanting to speak to another guy and hear from another guy, yes. right? Yes. That your thoughts align with another man and yep. that elsewhere. That to me, that's probably why your husband is struggling with it. Even though nothing has happened with the mate, I think if it had kept going and it's it hadn't been brought, slope, right? it is a slippery slope. And I think if it hadn't, you know, I don't know whether you got caught or whether you spoke to your husband about it. I think because she says, um, how do I get my husband to trust trust me again? I feel like she may have been caught. Yeah. So I think exactly what you said, it's, it's a slippery slope, even though, uh, nothing has happened. Mm. Perhaps there was some chat around something that could potentially happen Mm. for her to say, to trust me again, even though, like you said, it might be all be, all be above board technically when you start to you know, get into that territory of messaging another person, another person who's, yeah. as opposed to your husband, it's dangerous territory. Yeah, and it's it, if it was just like, hey, are you guys free for a barbecue? Yeah. And you're yeah. replying and then he's checking in like, oh, hey, can I bring something over for a dinner party? Yeah. Then I don't think there's anything no, wrong with that, know. right? But for you to say trust, I feel like maybe he's like stumbled across some connection. text messages. or yeah. like you're building a connection almost. And I think the only way to build that trust back would be to, I guess, be super transparent with him moving forward, have a conversation with the friend and be like, hey, I don't think it's appropriate that we're texting each other. Even though it is above board, I don't think it's appropriate that we're texting each other. Mm. Like, for example, like we have, uh, we're really good friends with a couple across the street from us and we have a WhatsApp group chat with all four of us. Mm. And so like, Joel might put a text in there and I might reply, but it's a group chat. So yeah, everybody, it's it's, everything's above board and everybody's seeing everything. Yeah. To be honest, once trust is broken, it is a, it's a time thing and it's just yeah. going to take time. Yeah. You absolutely can get it back and especially because you haven't done anything wrong, but it will just take time. And it's also, I think, time and, you know, it doesn't keep getting thrown in your face. That's where sometimes it can yes. get messy. If, if, if you decide that you're going to move forward and everything's talked about and yeah. you're open and honest and you're having these tough conversations to move forward then that has to be the end of it yeah he can't he can't he can't like say okay cool I'm okay with it but then constantly throw it back in your face yeah. that's a I have a question for you okay so a lady has written in saying that she found out today sorry I'm just going to read it found out today that I am unexpectedly pregnant I have not told a single person, not even my husband. My last baby died at two hours old. How do I cope with pregnancy after the most devastating loss last time? I feel completely numb right now. Oh, message me. Not excited, not scared, just shock and nothingness. Yeah. I completely, like all of those things that she's describing, like I, that was me. Like that was me, the Mm. shock of being pregnant post loss yep. is because you 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 you're not confident you're not confident in your body that you're going to have this baby alive mm. so when you're um when you find out you're pregnant after 
particularly unexpectedly, yeah. that that's that's a lot. Um, for me, I again, I was exactly the same because with Chase and Eden, it was twelve months of trying. With Emmy, it was literally one time, like one time in Fiji, literally. Mm. For me, I have a lot of regret around that pregnancy because I didn't embrace it. I didn't take photos. I didn't celebrate it. So I feel like, you know, when I see people's beautiful pregnancy photos and gender reveals and all of all of that stuff, I feel like I ripped myself off of that joint. Were you um, just like scared the whole time? 100%. Yeah. I was anxious. I was scared. I didn't leave the house. I was adamant that I was not going to have this baby, uh, something bad was going to happen. I'd also, because I had lost Eden, I had met so many women that had had loss and different things that had happened along the way that I didn't even know could happen. Mm. You know, I, I was I was out of that blissful I'm 12 weeks and I'm okay bubble, you know, because beyond 12 weeks, so much shit can happen. And and as, as, um, this woman knows, like her baby lived for two hours. Oh my fucking God. Um, so I guess from my perspective, I, I, I know, I understand and I know how hard this will be, but I want you to embrace it. I want Mm. you to just day by day, week by week, you know, every time you hit, that extra week, embrace it. Like it, it's nothing is guaranteed in life. Nothing. Like yeah. we know that. But for me, if I could, if I was listening to someone give advice on pregnancy post loss, I would have wanted someone to say to me yeah. to embrace it and yeah. to, to enjoy it and to relish in the kicking and and, yeah. and 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 savor that moment because when that baby's born alive and she's on your chest and then mm. she's a sassy 11 year old that's you know like you you want to look back and 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 realize that you you made the most of that because that was my last pregnancy I'm absolutely not having any more babies but I feel so ripped off by not having any photos and not having any memories of being pregnant so whilst I know this is going to be a rough time and and you'll be anxious you'll be scared like I, I had a really good relationship with my doctor where I would walk in She'd see me in the waiting room. She'd get the Doppler out. She'd put it on me. We'd listen to the heartbeat, and then I'd be like, "Okay," and then I'd go home. Or you just would pop in to listen. Yeah. To the, yeah. So yeah, please. Uh, whilst I acknowledge all of your feelings and all of your thoughts and fears and anxieties from from someone who's lived it, I, I want you to also embrace the good and yeah. just just take on every week, every you know time. Uh, that that that's for me, but I acknowledge that it's easier said than done. Yeah. yeah. But slide into my DMs. Yes, yeah, slide into Kate's DMs. Although you do, you're not letting people in. No, I am let. I let the people oh, in okay. my DMs. Just yeah, message message yeah. Kate. I am a huge believer in finding the right support people for situations, and I feel like you would be a pillar yeah. of strength for her, yep. even just. Even if she was just to check in and be like, hey, I'm having a really shitty day. You know, and one of the listeners, followers, she reached out to me Mm. after my dad died and she said um, that her her mum and dad died two months, like, from from apart. Mm. And, uh, like, things aren't great with my mum. So having her, this random stranger, like, she messaged me yesterday and she's like, I know 
you know, the first Father's Day and, and I, I was Aww. just like, I was like, oh, well, well I've got you. Ah! You know, oh, and like yep. told her, you know, and she, month. like, again, like she just, again, complete stranger. No, I'm I have met her um, if it wasn't for you. Yeah. I mean, not that I've met her, but. No, no, no. I know, but honestly, I know the power of the internet and bringing people together and I know how nice it is when you do, you click with someone yeah. and you click with someone and it can turn for into. A yeah, you click with someone for a yeah. reason and that can turn into a season friendship or a yeah. lifetime friendship, yeah, right. right? Anyway. All right, next question. On. Next question. Is it my turn? Yes. Um, how do you fit in having sex with your husband when you have three kids? Well, <laughs> I, I mean, I can actually, you're, you're going to die at how uh, we've been doing it lately. Just this weekend, uh, so basically when Ryan's away, he's away obviously, he's fapping away to Pornhub, whatever. Um, I've got my pair. I don't, I'm doing my own stuff on Pornhub, whatever. And then when we get home, we always like there's a return bang, right? And it's usually, I don't, I don't know. We kind of, there's two types of sex that Ryan and I have. There's like the quickie behind the bathroom door where only one of us hits a home run. <laughs> Not me. Um, and then there's the other sex where all the kids are in bed and, you know, we take our time. There's lots of foreplay. But the problem is because we're both so dog shit tired lately, he um, got back from Switzerland and he has been so jet lagged because even though the prick flew business class, it's got nothing to do with that. It's the time difference because yeah. he w- it was day when it's night here and vice versa and he's really struggled to get back into um, the normality of, you know, our days and nights over here. Yeah. And I have just been so tired because I've been writing the book and I've been writing the book when the kids go down. So Friday night, what we've been doing lately is we put the kids to bed, we watch a bit of TV, we pass out in bed, right? We have like two hours sleep. <laughs> and then at like one o'clock or like midnight, I'll wake up and Ryan's like feeling my tits or like rubbing me down there. And I'm like, because I'm half asleep, I'm kind of into it because I'm like, is that Tom Hardy or is it like, who is it? Is it, is it the career driver? Like it's it's hot because it's the unknown. And then I'm like, I kind of come to you and I'm like, oh, it's my husband. I'm kind of into it. And then we've been having sex in the middle of the night. So Friday night there was like some rubbing before I know it. I was, I mean, I don't know how much to divulge on here. I, there was some fingering happening and I was like, I'm into it. I was, it was here awake. We were both awake. We're in like a twilight. Right, like a twilight sedation. <laughs> like we're like, oh, we're awake. Oh, that feels so good. Like it's really, it's kind of hot, but it's consensual, okay? I'm into it. I'm pushing back onto the fingers. Um, and anyway, then we, we end up having sex. And then the shit thing for me is I have to do the waddle to the toilet to do a wee afterwards. Oh, and meanwhile, yeah. he just rolls over and goes to sleep. And then last night. We both got into bed at like 9.30, also huge, huge weekend of like birthday parties and whatnot, and both went to sleep. And then I remember just rolling over and he like gave me a cuddle and then we started hooking up. And then I was like rubbing him down there. And then before I know it, like we both had our pants off and I had like jumped on top of him, <laughs> was riding him like a cowgirl. <laughs> Hit a home run, which also never really happens for me with sex. And I was like, what is happening? It ebbs and flows. I, I don't know. We've talked about this before, right? Like, because my, I'm in an ebb. 
I'm in an F. Oh, but yeah, listen, before he got back from Switzerland, I don't think we'd had sex for three weeks. Yeah. Because he was away for two weeks. I had my period before that. Like it yeah. absolutely ebbs and flows. I, and also, also, I don't know where you're at with your three kids, but also when mine were younger, oh, forget it. Yeah. I feel like I have only really got my sex game desire back since Kobe has turned two Mm. before that it was definitely I used to do it very much more so for Ryan yeah and sporadically my kids are 15 yeah but I just I just don't think it's it's the be all and end all whilst I think sex is important in a relationship I don't think it's the be all and end all and you have had a really shit time lately with your parents Also, last time I had sex, I got a UTI. So oh, I don't fuck want that. to. I yeah. don't want to. You've uh, got PTSD from that. I know, I do. Mm. Um, but I'm actually looking at a photo of Ryan and he's super hot. <laughs> like, not that I don't haven't thought he's good looking, but look at those eyes mm. and that tall, dark and handsome. Yeah, that's yeah. why. Yeah. This is the thing. I look at Ryan and I'm like, even if we're out at dinner or in a shopping centre and he's walking towards me, I can appreciate that he's a very handsome yeah. man. Like, he's... Six foot two, he's mm. and he's broad and he's dark hair, but he's got these big blue, blue eyes. eyes. Yeah, he's, he's staring a, at me. He's, I think he wants me. Turn I, it I'll away. Move it away. No, now he's, he's staring at me. At, no, 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 he's not. No, he's, he's still looking at me. No, he's staring straight at me. No, I can appreciate that he's a very attractive man, but doesn't mean life. No, it doesn't. Yeah. Life yeah. is hectic and. It definitely doesn't mean that I want to have sex all the time. You just gotta, you just gotta roll with it. You yeah. gotta roll with it. Obviously, if it's been two years and you're not having sex, I would maybe um, open up about, you know, how you think it's important, and maybe you can buy some sexy lingerie, or maybe he can buy some for you. Maybe you can have toys. I used to like candles. Ryan and I, before kids, we used to like candles, and we used to put some sexy music on the weekend. Always a really hot mood enhancer and we used to just um you know lie on the bed or I'd get him to give me a massage we'd light some candles so you don't have like fluorescent dirty sunlight shining in on all your imperfections you know you set the mood and you know it's not going to happen like that all the time but every now and again that's nice to kind of light the spark again yeah but otherwise a quickie behind the bathroom door you know what you might not come but also it feels kind of cool just reconnecting with your partner so i was just trying to think the last time i had sex is when i got the uti was um the early august twice in a weekend that's a lot for me so we're good now till at least october yeah that's september done all right so next question for you Mm -hmm. um six-year-old Getting bullied for being too nice feels like it's his fault. What do I do? I like that. She, I'm, assu- I'm going to say she. I'm assuming she. Yep. I like that she recognizes that you know her child could be not the perfect angel because you know, like some parents some are parents, very rose-colored glasses. Rose-colored yeah. glasses. Oh, it's not my child. I, Chase um, had a. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Hope you're not listening. I won't mention names. Chase had a friend <coughs> in like kindergarten year one um, whose mum was very much like that. Like I remember one time Chase came out and he was like, oh, such and such punched me in the guts. Um, and she was like, oh, oh they wouldn't do that. They, they, they don't even hit their sister. And, all, and like Chase is like doubled over looking at her like, uh, what? So first of all, I like that you acknowledge that um, your child you know, may have a part because let's be honest, in anything, there's always two sides. Yeah. 
But being bullied for too nice, this is this is a hard one because I think I talk to Emmy about this a lot because um, kids these days, whew, they're, they're brutal. Um, but you don't want to discourage someone from being nice. Yeah. But it's it's probably teaching him about resilience, I reckon. Yeah, like, and building up his confidence yeah, maybe. Yeah, and, and, and knowing that it's okay to say to another child, no, I don't want to do that or no, you can't eat my lunch or no, you can't hit me. Or Yeah, I think and I think when Charlie started kindergarten, I – I would get told a few things from other parents that there was a certain girl who wouldn't let her play with anyone else mm. and was a bit possessive and was kind of, I don't know, a bit. Um, nice. And I and Charlie, and I ended up having a chat with Charlie because she doesn't tell me anything. She's a bloody closed book. And so yeah. I have to pry it out of her. But I ended up having this conversation with her and I was like, you're allowed to play with whoever you like. Right. You look at mummy. I have so I many different. Everybody. I, <laughs> not sexually. I um. I have lots of different friends. Yeah. I've got yep. lots of different girl, like friendship groups, and you are allowed to have a multitude of friends. You don't yep. need to just have one friend. And I, she said to me, "Oh, you know, but such and such said that if I play with her, she's going to go and tell the teacher." And I said, "Well, let her go and tell the teacher. You are not doing anything wrong." Yeah. And I think it's just about opening up lines of communication yeah, and agreed. helping them to understand that they're their own person mm. and that pushing back is not a bad thing, no. and that it's okay to say, "Hey, I don't like that," yeah. or "Hey, stop telling me to do that," or "I don't want to play with you today," or yeah. And I think I, I mean, I'm, I've been trying to drum that into Charlie for the last year or so because I don't want to squash. She's a very thoughtful, yeah, very kind yeah. kid, and I absolutely don't want to squash that version of her. I want that to absolutely stay at the forefront of who she is, but I also, yeah, want to build resilience yeah. and a bit and a confidence level in her so that she can and feels comfortable pushing back on things that don't feel yeah. or don't sit comfortably with her. Hundred percent, and mm-hmm. I'm exactly the same with Emmy. Like she, you know, girlfriend drama. Oh, God. Wow. Girls are Um, a lot, aren't they? They are a lot. Mm. So I've just been saying to her, because she's very forgiving. She's like me. She's very forgiving. Um, But, I, 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 you know, again, I'm saying to her, you know, it's okay to forgive, but you just have to be just reminding yourself of not falling into that trap again and just, you know, being not, not losing who you are from a kindness perspective, but also having boundaries and, and not letting, um, not not letting anyone sort of take advantage. Yeah, um, it, it's just ha- reinforcing those conversations around. It's okay to say no. All right. <laughs> um. Okay. Next question. Sex whilst pregnant. It hurts. So losing my identity and feeling sorry for my partner. I can talk to this because I had two very different experiences when I had my daughter. I was the horniest version of myself ever. I don't know what came over me. I don't know if it was the pregnancy. I don't know. I used to go into the toilets at my work and masturbate. Oh, my God. Oh, I was sickly obsessed with getting myself off. All the blood would rush to my nether regions and I felt like I always had this, like, pulsating clip that just needed to be worked. So you'd it, go to the toilet and, and have a mass. Yes, your yes. The disabled toilets just to release. It was like having blue balls but I had a blue clip. You know, like I fully, wow. and Ryan was like, I can't keep up with you. I can't. And Ryan's a horny bloke, right? And I was like, you will fuck me. And he was like, please, not again. <laughs> please don't uh, me. And 
I would, by the end of it, I made, and I actually think that's why Charlie came early because, because obviously he could finish inside me and they, by the end of it, I was still so horny, but no, no position really was that comfortable except I would make him, I would get on all fours. And so I would look like a silverback gorilla. I'd be like, <laughs> like I remember looking in my mirror once and I was on all fours with my knuckles bent over like an actual gorilla just waiting to be entered. Counted. Yeah, yeah. And mine was like, oh, God, if, if, you, if you insist. And, like, I would have looked like a, a fucking beluga whale from behind. But anyway, I used to get filled with lots and lots of jizz, which is really great at softening the cervix. Yeah. So this is absolutely not helping her question. <laughs> um, the, the next two pregnancies that I had were with my two boys and I became asexual. So very chalk and cheese. I, I got so concerned at one point that I tried to have a mas, that's masturbate for short. I, I I couldn't come. I almost started a fire on my own clip because I was like, you will ejaculate. I mean, I don't ejaculate, but I was trying so hard and nothing. I was like, I, my, my mojo is gone. My, my sexual, whatever, juju, um, what is it? Libido. It had disappeared. And I think I had sex with Ryan once in the whole time that I was pregnant with both boys. I have no, I have no real advice here other than to be okay with them watching porn. Yeah, and and if, it, if it hurts, like just use again, heaps of just, lube. Yeah, or maybe just like mutual play. Like yeah, or that's what I was going to say. You could like get a rimming? toy. Oh fuck! <laughs> Do not rim, man. <laughs> Kate, just invite Kate over. She'll give your husband a rim job. Um, $50 an hour. Oh, an hour. Oh, jeez. That's, that's quite cheap, actually. 150 But yeah. also, I mean. 200 and the wife can watch. <laughs> um, a mutual play is a really good one. If penetration hurts, get some lube. Whip out a toy, preferably the pair, because that's not going internally. Yeah. Um, I'm going to ask you about the pair soon. Mm-hmm. And watch him, like, watch him playing with himself while he watches yeah. you play with yourself. Oh, sexy. It's kind of hot. I mean, you probably won't feel that hot because you're pregnant. And if you're like me, you'll have like areola titties that, that are the size of a digestive biscuit. Um, and you won't be feeling your hottest. But men don't care about that. Like the, he'll just be so turned on by the fact yeah, that you're there playing with yourself. And, what? Yeah, nice. Right? But also it's it's for nine months and tough titties as well, right? Yeah. Like as long don't as you're showing – yeah, As long as you're showing them um, affection in other ways. Like connection doesn't have to just be about sex. It can be about yeah, holding hands. Yeah. You can do some kissing on the couch, mm-hmm. you know, or you just give him head occasionally. Oh. God. I, I mean, I'm great at giving head, but, like, same. I just don't give it that often yeah, anymore. Same. I feel like after I, like, Ryan used to call me the gobby queen oh because I was really great at it yeah, and I'm I was giving it out free like, willy-nilly. What do you do? Like, what's your style? What's your signature well, blowy move? I'm I'm always with the hand and yeah, the mouth at the yeah, same yeah, time, yeah. like Chinese burn and hand. Yeah. Like, well, no, sorry, I don't use two. Oh, I just yeah. use one, sorry. Yeah. So I'm working the shaft at the same time as my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> All right, talk me through your experience with the pair because uh, yep. mm-hmm. you have now used it how many times? Uh, three. Okay. So talk me through um, 
I'm actually going to have to leave you while you talk to the listeners about your experience with the pair because only for a very brief 30 seconds because I need to urinate. Say, go. Talk to them. Right. Pair. I, yes, I got it out. I charged it up. I hoped to God my children didn't find it because they have previously found um, like the bullet-shaped one and I've been able to get away with it as a neck massager. But not the pair. The pair's like, you know, beautifully shaped, perfect for the clitoris. So uh, I started out on speed three, which I know is quite aggressive for the first go, but, you know, I, I wanted to give it a good go. Um, so off off we went on speed three and it it was a really good time. So everyone needs a pair in their life and I actually, Amy had been talking to me a lot about multiple orgasms from the pair and like holding it on the clit after orgasm. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to give her advice a go. So I kept it on and I had my first (laughs) double orgasm. Oh shit. Mm. Then the next time, because after I saw people or you saying that it was speed five was where it was at that's right so the second time I was like all right I'll listen to her I'll try speed five and and do the impersonation of how it goes <sighs> no but but the stop is a bit longer the poor no, I can't get a you stop it's not a bit longer that's it, no, it no. Is. you're I, are you sure you didn't go on just no um, version six it's like so the stopping for me, I was don't like, make oh, me go I and get it. Yeah, go and get it. No, 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 I'm I won't. right. Um, You're right. I, you are a new pair owner. I am right. I am right. I, I am my fully equipped around every setting. Because the pause for me, I was like, oh, because it was like, oh, oh, oh no, oh. the pause is like the tease. Yeah, but but I was at first, I was like, oh, I don't know. But then I was like, okay, just just go with it, go with it. And then I was like, holy shit. I swear to God, it got me there quicker than the yes. aggressive yes. speed three. Yes. So now I am a speed five convert. Woohoo! But then after you put up your stories about me using the pair, Craig comes into me and is like, oh, oh, so you used the pair. So I'm like, yeah. And he's like, well, I said, oh, you were away. He wasn't. He was. He was a little away. I don't know. I think he went to pick Chase up from work. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I, I love the pair. Listen, I did that after my last sexologist came on, Emily Duncan. I don't know what the hell it was, but I went upstairs and I hit a PB. I have never, I had five in a row. Because I was on speed five. On speed five. Yeah, I can see why now. Because you have one and then like, you just got to like take it off a little bit and like let your lady bits have a bit of a breather and then go back. But like... You work it around yeah. and until you feel, and then you can feel it like coming on. Oh my god! It was yeah. uh, my toes were curling. Yeah, I almost like melted into the bed and like dripped off the side. Anyway, another question was, what is the actual name of the pair? It's called Essential Vibe from My Libido. Rachel is now a girlfriend of mine because I've basically helped. <laughs> Uh, the women of Australia. The women of Australia <laughs> learn about the pair. Um, and Amy15 is a discount that is always going to be active for anyone who wants to treat themselves. Yeah. I, I um, If I was taking sexual wellness advice from anyone, I would absolutely take it from you. And I have. Yeah. And uh, I love the pair. It's going to 
be a regular feature in my bedroom. Yeah, and, and also in my bathroom and, and in my bathroom. <laughs> and somebody said, "How do you use it with a partner?" I because it's waterproof. We use it in the shower a fair bit. Like you can how? even use it in. Like so like doing you from behind. Yes, oh, and yeah, I'm just nice. using it on myself, yeah. and it's so good. Oof. Or we have like a spa bath. My parents have like this old porno style bus spa bath in the corner, and we'll take it in that. And I'll just be sitting in between his legs and he'll be using it on me. Oh, It's hot, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah, or use it in the bath on your own. It's waterproof. Like, it's incredible. Wow, okay. I, I mean, I feel like I should have bought shares in the company. Yeah. Yeah. Is it too late? I mean, maybe. Yeah. We are never going to be able to get to all the questions. that We just get so many. So maybe we'll start saving some for next Ask a Mate episode. I don't know. Maybe or we'll or just, just send them. Through again, the everything, the marriage, the friendship, the sex, the careers, all that kind of stuff. All right. Thank you, guys. Thank you for joining in to Ask a Mate. I hope that this chat just feels like you're joining two friends who are just having a chin wag and nothing is off the table. (coughs) How to give head. (laughs) But to like, you know, dealing with small kids in school and how to, you know, enjoy a pregnancy after loss. So we don't like to sugarcoat anything and nothing is off the table. And hope that you guys have enjoyed this session of Ask a Mate. Yeah, what what theme song should we have? That's what friends are for. Jesus, really showing your age there. Bad times, I'll be on your side forevermore. That's what friends are for. We went to different falsettos then. All right, we'll love you and leave you. Love you. Love you. Bye for now. Bye. Bye.